Welcome to the Not A Doormat Podcast. This is Life Coach Cindy Gannon, and each week we're going to be discussing ways to improve mental wellness, self-care, confidence, and thought management. We are not a doormat, but we are caring, empathetic souls that serve from a healthy space where our needs are met first. I am so glad and thankful that you are here with me each week, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Not a Doormat, Episode 3. I apologize that it's been three weeks since uh, we've been able to get together. My mother moved in with me, my elderly mother with dementia. And I don't know how many of you have dealt with an elderly parent, but it definitely put me off my game with work. So I am back here, and we are continuing from where we left off. So on episode two, we talked about thoughts leading to feelings, and boy, the last two weeks has really taught me a lot about this, because even though I adore my mother, my mother was a rock through most of our life, raising us as a single mom, and uh, my dad was definitely in our lives, but it was our mom who raised us, and um To see her now being forgetful and then getting very nasty because she doesn't know how to deal with the thoughts that are in her head and the feelings those are generating, boy, it is exemplified for me the whole basis of how our thoughts lead to feelings and It breaks my heart. And then on my own end, I'm having to manage my own mind because the things that she's saying that are being generated by her feelings, which leads into what we're going to talk about today with actions and results, her actions are to act out, to be nasty because she's scared and she doesn't understand her feelings and her emotions. And I apologize if there's any noise in the background. I'm actually recording this in my yard while walking the dogs because I want to let her sleep. But my own thoughts when she says things about me or to me out of anger, out of fear, it leads to thoughts in my head and it starts replaying negative loops for me that... I haven't felt in a long time and it leads to emotions of insecurity and fear and I really have to take a step back and say is it true is it true that I can't succeed is it true that I've become cold because I set boundaries and I say no This is what I need to do for myself, for my business, for my marriage. And the fact is, is that it's not wrong. If we don't take care of self, then we can't take care of others. So am I caring for her? Absolutely. Am I loving her? Absolutely. Are her thoughts and feelings justified according to her in her current state? Yes. But it's up to me as the one who's saying I'm not going to be 
pleasing all the time and I'm not going to allow myself to be insecure and I'm not going to allow those old patterns to play where I have to completely please everybody in order to make this work. I am doing the right thing by my mom and the fact is is that my thoughts are that I know I have a business to run. I have you out there who I want to help, who I want to guide to be able to manage situations like the one that I'm dealing with right now where your instinct in those old childhood cycles play and it leads to thoughts in your head and these negative thought loops about where you stand and who you are, what you're capable of and what your responsibilities are. And so for me, my thoughts are that I know I am doing the best I can, that I still have a business to run, and that she is not neglected. She is not uncared for. She is absolutely safe in my care. Although there are boundaries as far as me being able to take all day to be with her. And that's okay. And my feelings based on those thoughts are that I'm peaceful. And I am... Well, let's be honest. There are thoughts in there that are creating some anxiety. And I'm going to have to go back and trace those. But you know what it's doing? Is it's exemplifying what we want to talk about today, which is actions and results. So when we look at the way things work... Our thoughts generate our feelings. Nobody else causes our feelings. It's our own thoughts that lead to our feelings. But those feelings will lead to us taking actions or inaction. And those actions will cause results in our life. So ultimately, the conclusion we come to is if we're not liking the results in our life, we have to trace back to saying, well, what are the actions that led to those results? What were the feelings that led me to that action? And what were the thoughts that generated those feelings? So for me, if we were to use my case as an example, my results are that I'm caring for my mom. I'm remaining calm. I'm recognizing that her thoughts and feelings are not completely rational right now because of memory loss. And so those results that are caring for my mom in a calm, caring way without being riled by her statements or anger outburst is because I am taking the actions of just saying, I'm not going to react, I'm not going to respond, I'm not going to engage when she gets in those states. And those actions are generated by the feelings of calm and peacefulness because I'm thinking that I realize it's due to the dementia and it's due to the fear in her. And it has nothing to do with me and it's nothing that I'm doing wrong. So that's a good example of the results, okay? Another example would be you want to be making a certain amount of money. Well, if that's not the result you're achieving, then you have to say, well, what are the actions that I am not taking 
to generate that income. And if you're not taking those actions, such as starting a new business, recording a podcast, finding a different job, finding another source of income, um, whether it be in direct sales or something else, you know, if you're not taking those actions, what are the feelings that you're feeling? Are you feeling like, why would anybody listen to me? Am I good enough? Are you feeling like I've already got too much on my plate? I can't handle doing more work. I can't balance the schedules, you know, and uh, that's actually a thought. So let me correct myself there. The feeling would be overwhelm and the thought would be that I've already got too much on my plate and I've got too much to deal with. So we can always trace back our results to actions or inaction and we can always trace back those actions or inactions to a feeling. Every action we take is due to a feeling that we have, okay? And this is the base that I want you to remember when we're completing our kind of overview of how this whole process works. And this is just the way it is. This isn't created by anybody. This is backed by brain science. It's backed by a lot of books which I'm going to put in the show notes a few references to some of the neuroscience for those that are geeks like me that would like to learn. But the fact is, is that every action we take and every result we get is directly correlated back to a feeling we had that was created by a thought. So what I would like you to do this week is start to take those thought downloads that we did from three weeks ago, if you listened to episode two, and if you haven't, go back and listen to it, where we talked about thoughts and feelings. And the exercise I had you do at that point was to just take a piece of paper and write down every thought that was in your head when you first woke up. And not to have any judgment, but just to look over those thoughts and ask, are they serving me or are they not? Now this week, I want you to sit down and look at the results that you have in your life. What results are you liking? What results would you want to change? What results don't you have that you would like to have? And let's start to trace back and say, what actions could I be taking to actually generate those results? And then let's take it even a step further and say, what would I need to be feeling to generate that action, to generate that result? And let's take the example of recording this podcast. This morning I got up and my feeling was excitement. I had done a lot of thought management on myself over these past two weeks with getting my mother moved in. And I woke up this morning feeling peaceful, motivated, excited. And those feelings were generated by the thoughts that I'd given to myself that I was doing the best I could for her and that what I am doing for you in my Not A Doormat community was a top priority because that is going to be my main mission right now is to help people find the connections to their thoughts and feelings to be able to overcome people-pleasing. 
So I was also feeling pride because I was living out the example I'm trying to show to you. So therefore, the action is that it's seven in the morning and as I'm walking the dog, I'm recording this podcast. And the result is going to be that this podcast is going to be released to you. And it's going to hopefully resonate with somebody who is dealing with a family member who is trying to monopolize their time, who's trying to lay guilt on them that they should be doing more, is trying to um, and I swore that I wasn't going to say um anymore on these podcasts, but I have to here when I have a positive thought. Family members who are saying it's your responsibility. And those old childhood loops of always wanting to please everybody, wanting to keep the peace, wanting to keep everything serene, lead us back to old patterns and actions and results. So for today, I want you to look at the results in your life and say, if I'm not getting the results I want in my life, what would I need to be feeling in order to generate the actions that could lead to those results. And I would love for you to comment back in the show notes and let me know some of the things that you started to come up with. You know, we're getting into this pathway together with Not A Doormat of starting to understand thought management. And each of these episodes is going to get a little more in-depth and we're going to be interspersed with interviews so that you can hear other people's stories of how people-pleasing has negatively impacted their life and what they have done to um, manage their thoughts, manage their feelings, set boundaries, and sometimes eliminating relationships or changing relationships. So the next episode is going to be an interview that I'm very excited about, and I'm not going to give you a lot of details now, but that will be coming out next week. And, um, for right now, I just want you to look at the results in your life and I'd love you to comment in the show notes. If this is resonating with you and this is starting to help you see that thought management and the feelings and actions and results you're getting in your life and how people pleasing has negatively impacted and has affected the way your life is being run, then I would really encourage you to reach out to me at notadormat.org. I would also love if you go to whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on and leave me a review. Um, I know that I am just starting out and these podcasts are definitely just speaking from my soul and speaking from my heart right now to you, but I would love to get your reviews and see what you are thinking what you would like to be hearing about and you know let's just start to form a community together because I'm speaking from my heart to you but I want to hear back from you guys so leave me a review leave me comments I will leave some links in the show notes with this episode to a couple of resource books that have been very helpful for me for starting to connect how thoughts lead to feelings and how those feelings lead to actions and results. 
in next episode, we're going to have our first interview with somebody who really had to go to some extremes to stop the people-pleasing cycle that was happening in her life. And I'm very excited for this, so stay tuned for next week. And for right now, I hope you have a wonderful day, my Not-A-Doormat crew, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Bye.